This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 96. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Now I've got a confession to make. I've got a big secret to tell you, which is I started to learn a new language. I started to learn German. Uh, a few weeks ago, and in this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about my experiences, like what's, what I've uh, kind of felt, what I've discovered over the last two weeks of learning German. Uh, but before we get into that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, italki, where I will be getting my German lessons from when it comes time to speak. And if you'd like to get a free lesson with the teacher of your choice, in the language of your choice, you can simply go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. And you can sign up there. So yeah, I I decided to learn to start learning German, and um, there's a lot of reasons behind this, and I, I'm going to try and not make this episode too long. But I did just want to put this out there because I think it's going to be interesting for lots of people. Um, because obviously, like as you know, I'm 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 learning Cantonese. This has been my my long term project, and I know that I always say you know don't learn two languages at the same time, right? But with German, the thing is for me that it's been years now that I've wanted to learn. And um, I also go to Berlin every year around May for the Polyglot Gathering. And oh, by the way, if you want to come to the Polyglot Gathering, you absolutely should. It's in, it's in, uh, it's in May. It's in a few weeks time. So if you are living near Berlin and you'd like to come and hang out with a load of other language enthusiasts and, uh, and meet me and a bunch of other people, then you definitely should go to you can just google polyglot gathering and um and you'll find it there so um i had this you know i've been wanting to learn german for a long time and i kind of felt okay look it's it's time now just to learn a bit of the language also at the same time with my cantonese uh, i have been kind of running up against a brick wall I've kind of been, um, like, I felt like I've hit a bit of a plateau. And often one of the best things to do when you're struggling with a language is simply take a break and do something different. And so uh, I thought, well, why not just dedicate one month to German? I can learn German in April and not, you know, not make it this big, long project, but just say, okay, in April, in the month of April, from the beginning to the end, I'm going to learn German and then... I'm going to stop and I'm going to go back to Cantonese. I, and the reason I decided to do that was because I thought it would be, I like the fact that it's defined. Because so often people ask, well, when do you stop learning a language? When do you move on? When do you know it's the right time? And the truth is that it's, for me, it's always a gut feeling. You know, you learn a language for some reason in your life and then eventually your life changes and your language has changed. That's always been the case for me. But I do know that if I get into German and take it seriously, then that's going to become a big project. And I don't want that because I want to keep focusing on Cantonese. But at the same time, I thought like a month, one month learning German would be cool because it would kind of satisfy that desire that I have to learn German and also give me a bit of a mental break from from um, from Cantonese. And also it would have the good effect of when I go to Berlin in a few weeks time, then I'll be able to use a bit of German. So I... I Intentionally didn't mention this on the on the blog or the podcast before because this is a very kind of small project. It's not like my aim is not to speak really good German in a month. My aim is just to learn about the language 
in you know as much as I can in one month. That that's that's it. So it's a very kind of low pressure thing. And my strategy really for this one month was to get as get a good foundation in the language. I'm actually not speaking. Um, I. I am just using textbooks and studying by myself. And the reason I'm not speaking is simply because it's a one month project and I don't like it's not my aim to speak. My aim is simply to get to know the German language. And so in this one month, I'm aiming to kind of cover the foundation of German and just get a good understanding of the language. And to do that, I chose two books to help me. And I went into Foils, which is an amazing, must be one of the best language bookstores in the world here in London. And I looked through all the German books and, you know, it's really important to find books that you like, that you want to use yourself, right? That's so important. And I looked through all these German books and I just didn't want to use any of them. I thought they were far too, like, I don't know, like the, the, the way that the books were just were not interesting for me. Often what happens is that they just, they try to like, textbooks try to simulate lessons. So they say, do this and now do that and then now do this. And then, which can be cool, but the problem is that often these exercises, they're just, they're too inconsequential. You know, they say, you know, do this exercise to practice the days of the week. And it's like, well, yeah, that's, that's great, but I don't want to spend half an hour practicing the days of the week because I'm going to learn them naturally anyway. And so what I, I ended up choosing one book that I thought was really good. And since I've started using it now, I, I kind of confirmed that it's really good. And it's Colloquial German from Routledge. And uh, it's, yes, yeah, so it's called Colloquial German, the complete course for beginners. And the reason I like this book is because they have in every chapter two really good long dialogues with fairly natural language in them. And so that provides the real basis for for study. So many of the other books, they have these tiny, short dialogues, um, which are just, you know, nothing to sink your teeth into. But or, or else, in the case of like Asimil, like, which is another popular series, long dialogues, but very almost useless language, you know, very kind of literary language that you're not going to want to to use that you're not likely to hear. So I found the colloquial German really, really good. I'll put a link to this and all of the other things I mentioned in, in the show notes, by the way, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 96. And I also chose a, I wanted to balance that out with a, with a grammar book because German grammar is, I know it's quite tricky. So I wanted to get a good grammar reference book. And so I chose another Routledge book. Um, I really like the Routledge books in general. This one is called Basic German, a Grammar and Workbook. Um, so there we go. Basic German, a Grammar and Workbook. And again, that's just, it's it's exactly what I wanted. It's a kind of a, an overview of German grammar for beginners without being too complex, just giving the main rules and a reference. So anything I want to look up, I can. So I chose those two books um, to go to be complementary. So the colloquial German's got loads of dialogues which I can use to, to learn. And then the grammar is for a quick reference where I can look up rules when I need them. And so what I've been doing is very, very simple. Every morning when I wake up, I sit down and do 45 minutes of German practice, or German study, I should say, and I use the colloquial German book for that. My routine is, what I, what I do is simply, I go through a dialogue, and 
there is um, I released a bunch of posts recently all about my core language time, core language routines, and how I exactly how I use textbooks and how I study dialogues. So I'll put a link to those in the show notes as well. You should definitely check those out. Um, and that's basically what I've been doing. So I open up the textbook. I, I, I go to the dialogue I was looking at the day before. I revise that. And then I move on to the next one. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll listen to the dialogue many times, trying to understand as much as possible. And then I will listen and read at the same time, many times. Then I'll look up any words that I don't know. And then I'll close the book and I'll listen to the dialogue again without the text so I can kind of test myself to see how much I've understood. That's the foundation of it. Now, in the in the colloquial German book, like in lots of textbooks, there's lots of exercises as well. I tend not to do them. And the reason is because if, you, if you're going to do every exercise in the book, it really slows you down. And obviously they're useful, but what I've found with German is that there is so much in common with English that you've got a different opportunity with German. I think for, for me, I, I think there's a, a, a different opportunity, learning opportunity here than I found with my other languages. So the major thing for me personally is that with the last few languages I've learned, I haven't been able to read. Okay, So Japanese, Cantonese and Arabic are very, very difficult to read. Uh, especially at the beginning. And so what I found is that all of my learning has been based on oral work, so listening and speaking. Now, the huge thing with German is that finally I can read again, so I can just sit and read through um, these these texts and, and understand, and it's amazing. But there's also a massive similarity with English, and this is a big opportunity. Because when I, when I kind of look over the one month that I'm going to be studying... I think, okay, well, how can I make the most of this month? And, like, for me, the big opportunity here is not to, like, really understand the grammar or really learn all of the the difficult cases or the, the prepositions, all those things. I could do that, but for me, the big opportunity is the fact that German is so similar to English. And so my aim is kind of, as what I've discovered over the last couple of weeks is that because it's so similar and there's so much that's mutually intelligible, with, with a bit of help, obviously, th- that the big opportunity for me is to just read and listen to as much as possible over the month. And by doing that, you kind of, you get exposure to all these different parts of the language, all this different core vocabulary, all the different main grammar, and... And I kind of feel that over the course of the month, by just reading and listening to as much as possible, I'm going to really get a good understanding of the language and how it works. And so that's what I'm trying to exploit most of all. And so in order to do that, I've been consciously ignoring most of the exercises in the textbook and instead aiming to just cover all of the the dialogues and the texts. Um, And so my basically my aim for April has become to simply cover all of the dialogues in the colloquial German textbook. And I think that that's going to give me the, the biggest bang for my buck, as it were, the biggest uh, use of my, of my time. Uh, the, the only other thing that I would do is actually, I do read the grammar explanations because they are pretty important to raise your awareness of the language. Like, I'm not trying to learn all the grammar rules and do all the exercises. But I find that when you read the grammar explanations, 
like later on, then you can recognize those things in the text, in the dialogues when you read them. And that's a, that's a very, very good way to help you notice different parts of the language. So there we go. Uh, I, th- I hope that was kind of interesting for you. It's been very, very interesting for me to start learning a new language from the beginning after all these years. Uh, it's been been a long time. And um, I'm going to definitely talk more about this, write a bit more about this and this experience on on the blog. Um, but yeah, I hope that was useful. If you've got any, any questions about that, come over to the show notes and let me know um, what, what questions you have. I'm very happy to come and answer them. Again, you can get there by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 96. Now, uh, as you know, as, I've, as I keep banging on about, we're coming up to episode 100 of the podcast, and I'd like to do something very special, which is to get a kind of compilation of lots of you guys uh, talking, because you've heard enough from me, and I'm sure you're sick to death of listening to me talking. So I would like to hear what you have learned from the podcast from me or from from the from the blog or anything like that and I'd like you to tell me what it is and you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask and you can leave me a quick message on there and you can give me your name where you're from and then tell me one thing that you have learnt from listening to the podcast that would be really really cool and then what I'm going to do for episode 100 if we get enough submissions hint 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 is to actually put it all together into a collage and then that's going to be really cool to listen to everybody from around the world talking about things that they have learned and things that have made an impact on on them. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that was interesting for you. And I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.